the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Atlanta to the world, a view like no other, the Christian view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, with co-hosts Aisha Smith-Dancy, Sandra O'Neill, Dr. Lee Adams, Trudy Davies-Davis, Monica Matthews, Isaac Hernandez, and Caitlin Bryan. Empowering and inspiring, the Christian view. What a great audience we have today. Thank you at home for watching and those listening on the radio. What a crazy morning we've had this morning. Um, I have a feeling that the, the enemy did not want us to talk about this subject. And the subject is revival. And our country is in need of a revival, a revival individually and revival community. The last revival we had was about in the 1990s. We had um, the Toronto Blessing, and then we had um, Promise Keepers, and then we had a couple of other Brownsville. ones. Brownsville. And so I think it's time. Um, there was a recent survey, Aisha, that the, the, the people in the U.S. said that our country was declining spiritually. We were growing economically, but still declining spiritually. And it just leads me to believe, are we creating a prevalent church Versus a powerful church this day, these mm-hmm. days, Isaac. And, you know, are we, as a society, are we ready for a revival in our country? What do you think? Are we ready? We, we are in desperate need of one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, when you sent us a question, you said one of the questions you had was, are we capable? Capable. And, you know, I thought of, well, that would have us to assume then that revival is based on our abilities mm-hmm. or our capabilities. And yeah. we decide when revival comes. But that's not really the case. The case is really more of... Are we, uh, are we in need of a revival? Right. And uh, I'm telling you, the way things are, are right now, not only in our general culture, but even in our church culture, mm-hmm. I think we are way past ready for a revival. Well, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the dying church and how hundreds of churches are dying, you know, year after year. And so where's that revival going to come from? And I think that, too, um, going to the question of capable, we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that even though our country seems pretty lost, we, it can still happen if a few faithful people right. pray. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people yes. who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and ask of me, I'll heal their land. Mm-hmm. And I think that it will come as a result of us praying. There's nothing new under the sun. Exactly. And prayer is always the thing that births revival. And I believe that our country, if we as a church come back together and get past performances and focus on prayer, I think that's what's really going to renew our churches. Right. And I think that scripture is very good. If. Yes. If, if we will. Mm-hmm. If we will. And, so, you know, statistically, people are happy. They're, they're happy with the status quo. Right. right? They, they don't want to go deeper. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just, what do you think? They're just kind of happy with where they are. It's, you know, happy-go-lucky status quo. Mm-hmm. Do I really need Jesus today? Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's powerful. I think prayer is definitely what we need to, yeah. our go-to. But I think we also need to look inside and say, yeah. how self-centered am I? And can I yeah. stop being self-centered in a society yes. that I am in? And let's be God-centered. Yes. Right. The egocentricness of the society nowadays needs to mm-hmm. go down. Mm-hmm. And we need to focus more on God. God, mm-hmm. 
than ourselves. Right. Yes. I, we know revival starts with repentance. Yes. Uh-huh. And, yes. and that's yes. where we really need to start at is mm-hmm. to first go to God, repent for what we yes. have done mm-hmm. as a, as a, as to our own society. Yeah. And, um, you know, look at, uh, just start seeking God. I mean, that's what we're missing. And I think, uh, what has happened is we've become these lukewarm Christians. Yes. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. revival really is to be on fire for God. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about if he, if we can, it's, it's when is he going to do it through yeah, us? Right. And it starts from leadership. It starts from the church uh-huh. and where that's where it needs to, you know, again, start from the church to where it's, it's going into the communities. And that's how we, again, generate that revival okay. that needs that we need to see happen. Right. So so is, ha- is it the responsibility, let's say, of somebody who's not yet dead? Because mm-hmm. obviously the, the definition of revival is to bring back to life something yes. that is dead. Yes. So if it's Celebrate. dead, mm-hmm. it can't necessarily call for revival because mm-hmm. it's dead. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that then the responsibility shifts to some who are not dead yet, who mm-hmm. then can be the ones that recognize there's death coming and it may be coming for me too. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I need to pray mm-hmm. because I need to bring revival to revive right? everyone mm-hmm. back up. Well, you know what? I think of, I think of Ezekiel mm-hmm. and, in chapter 37. You talk about what's dead and, and we talk about right. the valley of the dry mm-hmm. bones. And so it's for us as Christians to prophesy just like right. Ezekiel yes. did. Yes. And to call those things that look dead back to life. Mm-hmm. And that's what, we're, that's what we're seeking and that's what we need to do as Christians. Because do you, mm-hmm. sorry, do you think it's the church's responsibility or is it our responsibility to stir up our own faith? Because statistically, a lot of churches, they say that their congregation wants funny, happy, feel-good stories mm-hmm. versus sound doctrine. So where does the, is the, where does the responsibility It starts lie? with us mm-hmm. individually. Yes. I mean, we are the church. Remember, the church is just a building right. that we go to. Yes. So we're the church. So it starts within mm-hmm. us. So the problem, it, it's not, is it the church's responsibility to an extent, mm-hmm. it starts here at home. And yes. then, you know, again, it's a reflection to the community. That's what the church is pretty much. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. But I think it's, it is stirring our faith. It's stirring our faith on a daily basis. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that as we do that, I think that we will begin to see more of the miraculous take place mm-hmm. in the church and in our homes and even building up, you know, your faith as a child praying together in the home. I think when we have a deeper hunger at home, it, it, because church is like regular society, you right. know, what people ask for, that's what they deliver. It's mm-hmm. consumer based. Right. And so if we start stirring up a deeper truth in our homes, then I believe that when people go into the church and they're like, this isn't working for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Even Andy Stanley talked about it. He said, you know, we were so seeker sensitive. He said, but that's not working anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think people really hunger for the truth now. And I do think for a long time, the home counted on the church mm-hmm. to yes. teach their children. Mm-hmm. And we have to bring it back to where our homes, mm-hmm. we're teaching in our homes mm-hmm. and church is a secondary mm-hmm. to where they're learning about Jesus. Yeah, church starts in the home. Right. Well, we're going to have to look at ourselves and decide, are we the dead ones that we need revival or are we the live ones? Are you the live one right. that needs to call revival down? Yes. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We have a great interview coming up with Pastor Don Allen. Christian View. We're talking today about revival, and we haven't had a revival in the States probably since the 1990s. Um, and I have Pastor Don Allen with me, and you're from the church at Woolhill mm-hmm. in Dal- uh, Dawsonville, and um, you're seeing revival. 
Yeah, God's doing some amazing things. It's not uh, just one church either. Right. I do have the honor of pastoring War Hill, mm-hmm. but we also have Christ Fellowship, okay. uh, Freedom Tabernacle, a, a church called Relevate, uh, a church called Covenant Connections, all of these coming together okay. and working together. And we think that's probably one of the catalysts for revival is that we stopped fighting each other and decided we would work together. Right. That's excellent. So tell me, so, uh, tell me what happens on a meeting. So you have meetings. You've been having 92 weeks of revival every, every without a break. Mm-hmm. 92 weeks of revival every Sunday evening. Okay. Uh, we gather together in the largest uh, auditorium that we have there in the town of Dawsonville, and uh, they they are many times waiting outside by three o'clock to for a six o'clock service. Right. They pray uh, at five o'clock, and then they pray again on Monday nights and. And then it happens all week long as people are just showing up. And uh, you see, God walked into the room. Right. And when God walked into the room, things started happening. Walls started falling uh, in the spirit world, but they also fell in our community. I think the best example of revival for us, and and we can talk about miracles and those kind of things. But it was the local high school football game. You know, when you walk to the high school football game, you kind of wave and you see some friends. But this church sat here and that church sat there. And I realized that something had changed when the whole center of the stadium was sitting together because we all worship together every week now. And multiple churches, but multiple pastors all crowded around, not competing, but rejoicing together. So how did that come about? How did all the churches unite? Well, uh, the local church Christ Fellowship began to break out in a personal church revival. Okay. And then one day the Lord was speaking to my heart and, and he told me I was going to bless somebody and he told me to bless that, that church. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that pastor and I, the last conversation we'd had, his name is Todd Smith. The last conversation we'd had was that we were going to, uh, promise not to bother each other ever again, this side of eternity. <laughs> really? That's a polite way that to say it. That's a very it. polite way to say and, it. Yes. Uh, 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 he wasn't going to come on our property and we weren't coming on his mm-hmm. property. As a matter of fact, when the pastor called, he said, uh, you need to uh, get over here. And I said, uh, I can't because the pastor of the church, the guy who was preaching, the pastor of the church made me promise never to come, come there. <laughs> and, uh, and, so, and so God said, uh, bless him. And I said, Lord, I'm not going to bless him. I don't want to bless him. And the yeah. Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, are you telling me you won't do good with what I put in your hands? Wow. And so I picked up the phone and I said, well, it's not going to work. He's not even going to answer. Right. And when I did, he called him. He answered. We repented to one another. We blessed him. The the church began to explode. And we walked on the stage. And the moment we locked hands, revival burst out of the building. Wow. I have chills. Across the world now. We've had uh, locally 11,294 baptisms. That's just uh, Internationally. Thousands upon thousands more. We just came back from Korea. Right. And the Korean church said, now we're Presbyterian. We would like you to sprinkle. Can you do that? And we said, well, we'll just pray about it. Mm-hmm. I wish you could see some of the images of the Presbyterians being totally moved upon, healed, delivered, set free. Tell me about some of it, some of the healing. Well, one of the most unique healings we've seen, uh, uh, a lady by the name of Lorraine Barge here in Georgia. Her husband ran for governor on the last ticket. Uh, She was diagnosed just after he pulled out of the race with stage four uh, breast cancer. Wow. Uh, She came in. We actually have the scans. Uh She she comes in and she has 52 major tumors in her body. Oh, my goodness. She gets baptized in the water. There's fire in the water is what we say. She gets baptized 
and goes back the next morning mm-hmm. for a follow-up visit. And they say, let's do another scan. 100% cancer-free. Oh, my totally goodness. Healed. Praise the Lord. And, yes, uh, that is amazing. amazing. Wow. It's amazing what happens when we work together. Right, and God unity. starts doing those kinds. We've seen blind eyes open, um, to watch deaf ears. Uh, one little girl standing oh. in the water, and she said this. Another lady that had been healed of stage four. I mean, it's become so common. We right. have stacks of medical documents that there's just thousands and thousands and thousands of healings. And this little girl, she said, if if if, if God can heal this lady, and he mm-hmm. called her by name, and someone who had had cancer, he can he can help me hear. She she had no hearing right. in, her, uh, in her ear, and uh, instantly. Instantly in the water, you watch as she hears for the first oh time. Oh my goodness! I and bet so, the glory of the uh, Lord just just filled the place, saturates the yes. building. And so we'd love for you to come yes. to Dawsonville, Georgia, and experience the North Georgia revival. You can find out uh, more about that on- online. You can mm-hmm. find out through Warrior.com or Victory ninety one five has links to it as well. Right. Okay. So tell me what you think is happening next. Like, do you see? A- another outpouring or taking it to a different direction? Well, we literally can't keep up for the churches that is springing up around the nation. Okay. Churches of 50 people are baptizing 500. Wow. It's, it's exploding around the nation. Mm-hmm. And as that's happening, uh, we think it's the awakening of the next awakening. Yes. And that's what we're yes. believing for. And that's what, that's what we need. That's what we're praying for. And we kind of see some of that happening even in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, which is going to be a topic we're going to talk about later. But, you know, with Hollywood celebrities being filled with the Holy Spirit and reaching a generation or people that we couldn't even reach. Well, you'd be amazed some of the names that have come and been baptized. Uh, some of the most famous pastors uh, in the world are coming to the water. And someone called me from Portugal the other day and said, you know, they're talking about this over here. What's going on, Pastor? Right. And I said, uh, well, you'll have to come experience it for yourself, mm-hmm. but it's totally transferable. <laughs> But uh, these people that are coming, uh, churches of 12, 15, 16,000 that are non-revival style churches, just one not far from here, probably 12, 14 campuses right. in Atlanta, they had 5,000 people gather to be ministered to the other evening. On your campus? Uh, no, on no. their campus okay. in a non Revival Church, wow. and people healed of cancer, people delivered eight hours of baptism, just unbelievable. So it's the book of Acts. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Revival here in Atlanta. Christian View. We've had a great discussion so far on revival. We have Pastor Don Allen from the Church at Warhill Hill, and I would encourage you if you haven't visited his church or the website to to check it out. The Lord is doing amazing things there um, in, in terms of revival and healing and deliverance. So make sure you check that out. But Caitlin, you and your husband, happy birthday by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you just celebrated her thirtieth birthday. Thank you. Um, but you, you just became pastors of a small church in Jasper. Not a small yes. church, but a, a church in Jasper. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll jump back into revival. Okay, yes. So we just became campus pastors of Griffin First Assembly and Encounter Life Church. And so we are Encounter Life Church in Jasper, Georgia, and we're so excited That's about great. what the Lord is doing. We've been there two weeks, so getting to know the area. But I just believe that God is growing it in that area. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's moving up that way. Yes. And we're so excited. It's such a beautiful building and we are just excited about what the Lord's doing in Jasper. So Encounter Life Church Sundays at 1045. It is a beautiful <laughs> church. It's a beautiful church. So let's talk about it as young pastors mm-hmm. and at, on the topic of revival. How do you see that coming about in, in your congregation? Absolutely. So I love it. I 
always said, I wanted a church that brought revival, but I wanted to look traditional. And that was just what I had always asked right. for. And the church looks very traditional, but it almost brings you back to that warm, like old school church feel. And I believe, I love this quote by Henry Blackaby. And this is, it really breaks down revival for me. It says, revival is a divinely initiated work in which God's people pray repent of their sin, and return to a Holy Spirit-filled, obedient love relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And I think all of those keys in there are the keys to revival. I grew up in a church. We prayed all the time. We believed for revivals. We saw healings. And that's something that we want to do in this generation. I don't believe that entertainment is going to work anymore. It's that genuine anointing and presence of the Holy Spirit and bringing prayer into your church. And like we talked about earlier, repentance. Repentance. Acts three nineteen through 20 says repent so that times of refreshing mm-hmm. come from the Lord. So as individuals and as a church focusing on prayer and not being afraid to experience the gifts of the Holy yes. Spirit right. and what people saw in the Bible, you know, Jesus said, what I do, you'll do even greater works yes. than these. And so I believe for that. We believe for that mm-hmm. in North Georgia at Encounter Life Church and all around. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I think something Pastor Don Allen had said was, was just, um, forgiveness and going to your neighbor and reuniting exactly. and, and, and mm-hmm. what you, um, asking for forgiveness and walking that out. Yes. I think that what God's doing through your church right now, your, your pastor that, uh, I love dearly. I know you, your yeah. senior pastor went home mm-hmm. to be with the Lord last yes. week and uh, mm-hmm. a dear friend of mine. Yes. But the unity that he worked with and, mm-hmm. and in honor of him, I'd like to say welcome to North Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, and if we can you. connect you and your husband in with these pastors of revival, please reach out and be a part of what God's doing. I, I, I think it would be an amazing time for you. Yeah. To we connect. want to awesome. yes. and yes. continue his legacy. Mm-hmm. Now, let, let me quickly ask a question. Here yes. Because I heard the interview you did just prior to this segment, mm-hmm. which you do marvelous, by the way. Thank you. Uh, but I thought I heard something, and I want to make sure that I understood it, because I think this is an important key. Besides prayer, besides Allah, this was one of the, the very important keys here. Uh, I'm, a, I'm of the belief that our name tags of, you know, whether it be Baptist, Methodist, uh, Presbyterian, uh, whatever those are, are either going to fall off or they're going to burn off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you, uh, based on what I heard you say, do you think it's probably uh, something that we need to do right now that we need to maybe, if not totally throw them away because we we have years and years of, of, you know, whatever our particular dogma is, but put them aside for a little bit and just kind of come in unity with those that might have a different name tag? Well, here's what we're seeing. We're we're recognizing um, the the beauty of connectivity. But it's more than that. We're meeting in the, I watch it every week. Mm-hmm. Pastors meet each other in the altars mm-hmm. and forgive each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. And somebody described to me one time, you know, we, we might all like a different restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, the <laughs> churches are sort of like restaurants. What flavor do you <laughs> yes. want? Right. Yes. But when people start seeing their children get set free, yeah. yes. they, they don't really care what labels on the door. Mm-hmm. So la- two weeks ago, the largest Methodist church in Alabama, the pastor preached at the revival services. Amen. They now have had multiple, multiple weeks of encounters themselves in the largest Methodist. He said, we're not even allowed. We're, it's not our method. But as they're doing that, God's changing the lives so radically that he's like, well, they're getting healed, delivered, set free, and we're obeying the word. The largest Wesleyan church in America 
is had 5,000 people show up for special prayer ministry. Mm-hmm. And that's Numerous what we want. That's yeah. what we want. We want unity. And that's what, that's what God wants. Mm-hmm. He wants unity. He wants to see healing. He wants to see deliverance through his people. Yeah. And, and I think the church needs to lead in that. You know, a lot of the times it's like I feel that the church is following the lead of the culture when it needs to be that other way. People mm-hmm. are searching for that. They People are. are searching for that realness. And um, for churches that say, well, um, the people want this. Didn't Aaron say that too, mm-hmm. you know, Good in the word. desert, That's you know? Yeah. So my goal is, you know, be forgiving, mm-hmm. repentful, prayerful, mm-hmm. and God through his holy fire yes. of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. will revive our hearts yes. so then we can then ignite the community and everyone yeah. around us for and, the glory of God. And it has to be true repentance. Yes. It's not yes. repentance and then I'm going to do it again. It's repentance and turning away and running toward Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think of um, King Josiah in the Bible and he was young. He's Mm -hmm. just like uh, Caitlin here. And, um, you know, he even as a young king, he knew that the importance of they said the Bible says he seeked the the God of his father. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it doesn't really matter how old or how young we are. I think revival will not only come from what we say, the old church, but even the younger church, Mm -hmm. you know, um, younger members, because, you know, there is a sense of hopelessness and it's those feelings like what we're feeling in the, in the, uh, environment or in the, um, you know, in the society right now right. that turns people to say, okay, God, what's, what do you need from me? And so I do agree that it, it does take, you know, repentance. And mm-hmm. even with uh, King Josiah, we saw that he got rid of all the idols. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes leadership to step up and yeah. say, hey, no, this is the way we're going to do right. it. Mm-hmm. And and because of his faithfulness and his mm-hmm. commitment to God yeah. and his earning, his, his love for God and seeking God, he was able to bring the people. And that's what we mm-hmm. want to see, yeah. you know, to turn away from their wicked ways. Right. repent and then bring them back to God and to be obedient under the word of God. It's the authority of the Bible that needs to take dominion over all of right. us. So good. I think so. I think, I think obedience, I think repentance, and then I think um, accountability, which I think we lacked for a long time is accountability, lifting each other up and encouraging each other. And then when you see someone in sin, go to them and gently correct them. Yeah. 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 And I think too, I mean, being flexible to God is going to work in unusual ways and, and teaching the church to be comfortable with that mm-hmm. and, and helping people grow in the fact that it's coming in different ways. God moves yes. it, how he wants to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's moving in different ways, and he is a God who heals, delivers, and sets the captives free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, repentance doesn't mean just repenting from what we remember that, you know, where we consider some of those sins. Mm-hmm. Just repenting from feeling like I'm better than you because I believe this way. Right. Exactly. That. Exactly. That is so true. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. Christian View, we've had a great discussion on revival, revival not only in our hearts, but also in our land. Um, and Pastor Don Allen, thank you so much for being here. Um, visit him on his website, the church at War Hill, or go visit him in person. They are seeing so many signs of healing and deliverance. Take care. Remember that God loves you. Have a great day.